When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello to all of our fabulous listeners. Welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. I'm here with Ginny Gain. And Cass and I always have an extra special episode for you everybody. I'm not actually sure how to title this one, but we're going to continue on from last week. (laughs) (laughs) We are. Talking Uh, about relief. Yeah. And how, because after, you know, we did this show, like I'm always, and I'm always want to take like the bird's eye view and analyze, Mm -hmm. like really look, like take myself out of it and look as a coach at like what's going on. And so it was interesting because I was like, you know, you're right. I don't use the word relief. Like, where did that come from? And what was I actually doing? Because I was like, mm-hmm. I know I wasn't sitting around looking for relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about, like, I realized what I was doing, kind of how that happened. And then it's going to, like, dovetail into a really cool other topic, I think. It's fun how that happens. Because, like, we will talk about something and then sometimes we'll have a, a like, post-show, like, hey, we, you know, this, 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 this. It inspires all these other things that come up even sometimes throughout the week for us. Yes. So this is, fu- this is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. What else, Cass? What else are you excited about? Uh, oh man, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited about everything. I'm excited, uh, because I love going to concerts and this Saturday is Luke Bryan, whom I love <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> um, and that's just like on the tail of last week getting to see Shania Twain, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sort of forgot how much I love Shania Twain. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And it was so fun to just see her and like witness. I love when artists share like they're, you know, she's like, I wrote this song when I was like having a hard time, but I got through it. And, you know, this is this is how I got through it. And so it was kind of cool to see all that. And it was really cool to see her. Um, I don't know, just perf- being a normal person. Is that what you mean? Uh, not, I, I mean, not a normal person, but okay. yeah, like just being somebody who has things that they go through. Right. And then also seeing her, like it was interesting. I like, as I, I go to a lot of concerts, so I've seen like certain artists stop singing certain songs that I'm guessing have to do with like certain people mm-hmm. <laughs> based on, you know, like their lead up to the song in prior concerts. Um, and so, like, it was interesting because a lot of the songs, like, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this was for her ex-husband, but she still, like, sings it with all because it matters to other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. I remember yeah. on other episodes, like, it might have been a year ago, we were ta- you were talking about how you were excited about summer and concerts. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, my favorite. I love live concerts. Like, I just love the energy mm-hmm. of being in a concert and, like... You know, there's just like such this exchange between the artist and the crowd. And it's just like, I love it. I've always loved it. There's so much good vibrations that happen with songs and music. I know Cassie and I have done episodes on this, but like it's powerful because all vibrations. It is. Yeah. And it's all like, 
And it's all open. As you were saying that, I'm like, it is. So it's all like the emotion is wide open, right? Mm -hmm. So there's no, and even most concerts are built if you look at them. Well, I don't know about most, but the ones that I go to, you can, like, there's an arc, there's an emotional arc, right? So they start out really high and then they go, like, if there is like sort of sad or tragic songs in the middle and then they build back up and then they end on a high note. Like, oh my God, it's like life. It is like life. Like they're designed to take you on an emotional journey. journey. Mm -hmm. And because you're in that space, like everybody is so open to emotion and to feeling that emotion and like actually letting the emotion pass through you, which is, I know, part of why the vibe is so high there because there's no, and this is on my mind because I just interviewed one of my clients. It doesn't come out until next year, but about this very thing about like letting that emotion flow through you. And so I just realized when you're talking, like that is a lot of what happens at concerts, right? Whether it's like past emotion because that song means something Mm -hmm. or because you just love it or because it's sad or because it's happy, but you're, you really let yourself be a more wide open vessel, I think in a venue like that to just let those emotions flow through. And when you're open like that, you are more in alignment and you're closer to being that true self you, which is how you can connect to other people. Wow. We should all just go to concerts. We should. <laughs> we should. Cass, let's have. A, let's just host a concert. Forget manifest it now events. We're hosting concerts. I love it. So whoever knows an artist who wants to host the concert, just let us know. Okay. Because somebody does. Absolutely. <laughs> Jenny's a big fan of Pink. I, I mean, am. me too. But Jenny's like definitely more of a fan. I'm than a, I am. a little bit of a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it going on. She does. She's amazing. That's. Yeah. I was also like, ooh, I'm gonna be here for Pink in like six months when I was at. Shine Tate. So awesome. Yeah. Um, well, my excitement is a little less <laughs> exciting. It is still, not less. It's not smaller, like but not less. You're right. Good point. This is a long time in the making. Your concerts? I, no, your my this, chair? Your excitement. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about the new chair that I got. And it's because it's part of like my little space and space is important. And it, it was something that like to totally popped out to me. And I, you know, I did the Pinterest thing. I'm like, I knew I wanted this chair to have, you know, for my meditation, for my reading to do, take my calls in. And so I was creating that. And then I was in the store and it popped out and I'm like, yes, I got to have that. And so one of the funny things though, is because I love the, I love white and having a white chair with two dogs around that go in and out of the house is sometimes could be difficult, but not in my world. And I was like, no, <laughs> this is nothing's difficult in your world. Right. Nothing, not, nothing yeah. is challenging, but not difficult. Um, <laughs> and so it was basically just a decision. Um, you know, Carrie was like, well, I'm not sure about having white with the dogs. And I'm like, they're, I'll train them off of it. Like, it's not going to, it's not going to be a big deal. And anyways, it turns out they don't even go on it. And it's just so perfect and I love it. And so that's what gives me excitement. Like those things, and I know you guys have them. I've worked with clients that have created this kind of space for themselves. And it's just like that cozy, like I'm in my little space. And so that's why I'm excited about it. Oh my gosh, I love it. I know. Oh, yay. (laughs) All right. So let's get into our topic. Yes. I'm so excited about this. Okay. So last week we talked about just, we talked about relief and what that means and creating that. Anything else that we talked about? Well, we talked about it and I think there, I just think there's more, 
There's like yes. more, there's more depth, there's more bigger picture, there's different perspectives about this idea of how to find relief and why it's important in your life. Um, and it's not always, just like Cassie said, it's not always about looking at where you are and being like, oh, hey, how can I find relief? Like, yes, mm-hmm. it is sometimes about that, but there's different ways to do that. Yes. Yeah. So do you want to say first why it's important? It's important because we, it's that same like open feeling we were talking about at the concert. When you feel relief, you are being more open. And it's Mm -hmm. in that space that you can, A, you have clarity and you can receive the guidance that's being delivered to you all the time. So that's like why relief is important. Mm -hmm. Is that what you would say too? Yeah. And I picture it really is, um, cause I would use the word less. I wouldn't use it a lot is would be like, it's that letting go. Mm-hmm. It's where you decide, like it's the, it's the, um, and like opening my hand as I'm saying mm-hmm. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I always go to really letting go. I go back to like water skiing mm-hmm. and when you're done, like, if, you know, ideally you don't fall, you decide when you're done. Right. And you literally like you give the cut sign and you just let go of the rope. And then you just float. And, and you just, it's the best feeling ever, it right? Is, yeah. Because you're just like floating on water for a minute and it's just so open and pure. It just feels so good. And so that's what like relief or letting go is to me. And it's exactly what Jenny said. Like when you're in that space, you're open, you know, because after you let go and you float all the way to the bottom, you like, then you just float because you're, you know, you have life jacket on, you just kick back and wait for the boat to come back around and pick you up. Pick you up. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Which is also a good LOA thing. You know, somebody's coming around to pick you up. So there's no reason to do anything, but sit there and relax. And you don't have to worry about missing the, not, you know, the boat just going on and on and on. It's coming back to get you. Right. And in fact, if you start swimming towards the boat, you're liable to like mess up their path because you're small and the boat has to turn a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. And cut a certain angle to get to you. Mm -hmm. So your best thing to do is to let go and just be right there. And stay still and just be happy and float. I love this example. Me too. It's like my favorite. Um, It, It makes me think of one um, when you said open your hand, there's some sort of, there's some quote out there that says, in order to like hold something, you have to first open your hand. Mm. So it's same idea in order to actually like hold what you want or receive what you want, you have to open to Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And be willing to like, like, let go. Yeah. And so, because you can't be open to it and obviously you're not letting go and you're like holding on tight to the way you think things should be Mm -hmm. when you're attaching stories that like, aren't in alignment with your future self. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're just like holding on to like what feels bad, mm-hmm. like, you know, holding on to the worry or holding on to the frustration or whatever. Yeah. Um, when you're holding on to all those things, like your fist is closed and you can't open and receive. Yeah. So let's give, like, let's use these two examples to give, this can be applied practically. Cause I think we get sometimes caught up in like, okay, guys, but how do I let go? Well, it Mm -hmm. can be exactly that. It can be catching yourself in that moment when you're holding on and you're not feeling good and literally like open your hand. Like if you're like, that's it. Open your hand or, or picture yourself in that you're holding, you're gripping onto the rope. If you've ever water skied or wakeboarded, I prefer to wakeboard. (laughs) 
Makes sense. And like, just imagine yourself letting go and the relief that comes from that. And that's, Mm -hmm. that is all you need in that moment to actually let go of whatever is, is trying to move through you at that time. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's what, like, that is more sort of when I was talking about relief last week is what happened is like, I had something and I'm like, this is frustrating and I don't like the way it feels. And it must mean I did something wrong. There was a little bit of that. I don't Mm -hmm. stay there very long anymore, but sometimes I get back there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for moments, but it was like, no, let that go. This is all on the way to your future self. Like, what does this mean in terms of that? And so that's really when sort of those relief thoughts popped up. I realized after a call for me was that I was like really letting go in seeing, okay, this is part of my future self path. It's all in alignment because I already set it up. So it has to be in alignment. How can I just let go and, and be in my future self more? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this process because Cass brought up a really good point about sometimes people do this um, and there's a difference between like it's like we were trying to find the right words for it, but like justifying what's negative, what has happened that's negative versus like making it positive. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to give you an example because <laughs> I know <laughs> that does not really make sense. Right. So... One of my clients I was speaking with this morning was talking about how, you know, the job she's in is not fulfilling. And so we're working and she goes to work every day. She said, she said, so she said the words, she's like the, it's, it's draining my soul or something. I'm like, oh my goodness, these are very strong words. Right. (laughs) But the idea is that like, okay, my, my job sucks and I don't want to be here. And so there's two ways you can look at it. And she was kind of like, well, if we were to justify the situation, it's like, well, maybe I needed it. Maybe I need this contrast or I need to feel this bad in order to know what's next or to be guided into what's next. So that's like the just see what I want next or to see what I want next. So Mm -hmm. that's like justifying something that's bad or negative or doesn't feel good to her. Right. So instead that's one side instead we, you know, came to the place where it's like, what if you thought, hey, I have the choice and the freedom to choose whether or want whether or not I want to be in this job. And then it was like, oh yeah, that feels way better. Because you're connecting to your future self that has choices and that has the freedom to make decisions. And so in this moment, she's being her future self and connected to that path. Yes. And because I was like, you know, her future self has choices and freedom Mm -hmm. and you're also, it's putting it on you. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's putting you in a powerful position instead of a reactive position. Keep going. Yeah. That's Um, the other part of this. Yeah. Is it, so you are more powerful when you're like, okay, let me realize I have a choice. You are more powerful. I believe when you're not being like, oh, well, this is contrast. I had to create this so that this could happen. Mm -hmm. I had to do this so I could see this, right? You're more powerful when you're like, oh, okay. How does this fit into my future self? Like what choice can I make that's in alignment with my future self today? Today, right now. Yeah. To move through this or to see this. And it's often when you put yourself in that power position and you make those choices that you see like, Oh, this is cool. This isn't happening. This actually happened to me yesterday. Um, I was feeling frustrated about an investment Mm -hmm. 
And so I put myself, I'm like, okay, like, well, if this doesn't matter, my future self, like, is this the option I should go with? And I got some information and, um, just sort of the quick of this process is that, um, one of my investments is worth like $20,000 more than what I bought it for Mm -hmm. three years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is way more than a 10% return. So, um, it's actually like 50% in three years. But so <laughs> I love how you just do that in your head like that. Right. <laughs> like, oh, that's really, that's a bad, because I'm always looking for the better story. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, 10% is good. But like, that's my expectation. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, is there a better story here? Yeah. Like it's worth uh, 50% more or 150% more mm-hmm. anyway. Um, then I paid for it, which is awesome. And I, I got so excited about the 50% more that I lost track of of why you were frustrated. Yeah. I was frustrated. Right. So, and why I was telling the story, but it's like, once you let go and you're not looking for like, what's wrong or what created this or whatever, you're just like, this is an alignment with my future self. What's the next thing I need to open to, or the next step I need to take, or the next thing I need to like evaluate, look at, right. Just, just take a bigger look at, you can see stuff like that, which is awesome. And obviously that creates a lot of relief, mm-hmm. right? That goes from like frustration to immediate, like, oh, Excitement. yeah, I'm really good at this. <laughs> like, no wonder this is working out, mm-hmm. you know? So it's this idea just to highlight instead of, cre- it's creating on purpose instead of by de- like default and like responding to what's happening. It's also at the same time bringing your attention on what's positive and versus on the problem and what's going wrong. So yes. like when we say, oh, hey, I'm frustrated about this investment and maybe I had to, you know, experience this so I could find the next great thing that's going to come into my life or maybe it went wrong because of this or I'm sure I could find something good out of this. It was like, hey, how is this tie into who I'm going to be in the future kind of thing? And is that right, Cass? Yeah. Is that a good way to say it? Okay. Yeah. And so you're create you're moving forward from where you are instead of the focus on the problem or justifying the negative. If you ever catch yourself like cuz I think this is this can come up is like in in trying to find relief about so something comes into our experience and it is seemingly negative. Mm-hmm. We stay there. We are like okay, I can analyze this or I can look at this and try to make it feel better. Mm-hmm. And Cass I and I are saying is like, that's not always the best way. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I found it's usually not the best way because it's, it's, um, this, I can't ever remember whether it's what the bleep or the secret that this example is in, but it's like, if you put lipstick on and you kiss the mirror, Mm -hmm. like you can wipe it, but if you don't like actually clean it, (laughs) it's still smudgy. No, like this is, cause this is what, like, um, how did you just say it? Like when you, when you like, and so the, what they're talking about in whichever movie it is, um, is that like sort of just putting positive over negative is like smearing the lipstick. Like it's still mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. but you just can't see it as much because you've smeared it, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're saying is like when you are, when you're just trying to sort of find the positive or you're trying to like not be negative mm-hmm. versus coming from this creation res- place, like when you're coming from a responding place, mm-hmm. Like the thing is still there. You're just kind of sugarcoating it. You're just Mm -hmm. sort of smearing the lipstick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. So I want to, I want to stay here a little bit more because I think I'm not sure completely clear. So let's say we have something 
so something- do you want to do the relationship example? Yes. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Um, so the relationship example we were thinking of when, before the show is that, you know, you can say, okay, I got into this relationship so that I could see, oh, I don't want X, Y, and Z. Right. So wait, this is like after the relationship's over. After so the relationship. Yep. Looking back, this is sort of like a looking at contrast type thing, right. Or responding. It's like, oh, I had to get in that relationship because I, now I know I don't like X, Y, Z. Right. Um, and I actually think it's more powerful to, um, to sort of like take response, like that keeps you from seeing like what actually might've created that relationship, which in my guess is like a lack of self-love or a lack of, you know, being willing to say no and like get out early. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. When you know it wasn't what you want, it's like, Oh, but I really want this to work. So I'm going to stay here. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really, so when you just sort of change it and you're like, okay, well now I know I don't want X, Y, Z. You don't get that chance to look at you and put yourself again in that power position of saying, oh, I was here because I wasn't, you know, in total alignment with what I wanted and I wasn't in total alignment with myself. Mm-hmm. And right? so you're making it in the second example, Cassie, is you're making it about your beingness. So mm-hmm. it's like, how am I, how did, like a, almost a better question is like, how did I grow through this? Instead mm-hmm. of like, what lesson did I learn? How, what, you know, right. it's, and this is all, I, I do want to acknowledge that wherever you're at, if you, if you're thinking of a situation and you do, you know, you think, oh, I learned this from this and that feels better to you. That's great. And like, trust that and then go here because mm-hmm. this is like, we're just saying this is the more powerful way, but sometimes we need that in term step. And so tuning into the beingness of, Hey, what I like the way I like to phrase it is like, what qualities, uh, can, can I embody more mm-hmm. like, after this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what co- qualities can I embody more? Right. Cause then you can look at it and you can say, Oh, I was really only doing that at a six. Mm-hmm. And if I want that in my life, I need to do it at a nine or a 10. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah, because it's so much about like, you know, Cass and I always talk about it's about who you're being. So in this relationship example, it's not like what you learned. It's like Mm -hmm. who you became through that. Right. It's like one of the questions I ask my clients all the time, like, how are you being different than you were, you know, two or three months ago, last year, five years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's the growth. That's like the real shifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how that came from relief. About relief. <laughs> <laughs> well, because this kind of, we, we knew that it would, sh- it would go into this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because looking for relief is, um, it's awesome and it serves a purpose, but this is sort of where you take that to the higher level mm-hmm. is you're looking for looking at that beingness. Like you're looking, uh, somebody must need to hear it like this today. Cause it keeps coming up. Like you're looking for that power position, mm-hmm. like how to put yourself in the most powerful position, mm-hmm. like to create instead of respond. Yes. Let's just, and let, I want that to let that sink, like create yeah, instead of respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Cass, will you go into a little bit of the idea of you had said before, like believing whatever in order to get you to that next spot? Yeah. So when we're we're going back to sort of like when that relief, when I used the term relief last (laughs) week, like in what I was doing, it was thinking about my future self and like, okay, this is all on my way to my future self. I know it is because I already created it. So it has to be. Um, 
And I will always believe whatever I come up with that that is powerful and makes sense. <laughs> I love that. I will always believe whatever I come up with. <laughs> I will. Like, yeah. As long as it supports like moving forward and growth and being in alignment with my future self. I was going to so, say, as long as it's in alignment with your future self. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and so we were talking about, um, you know, before the show, kind of the, like, like leaving the four seasons. Right. And it was like, Okay. Like I trusted that. And then it was like, oh, I see why this, like, I see why I'm leaving and I'm kind of, um, I don't know, I'm not being attached to a house. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, and I had this one idea and then I saw like, then other things evolved and I'm like, oh, this is to spend time with my goddaughters. Mm -hmm. And then as things evolve, like I can see clearer and clearer, like why this is on the path to my future self. And all those things are true. Right. And I've loved every, I love every second I get to spend with my goddaughters and that's all true. And it's all on my way to my future self. And it's all practicing this life that I want to live. But now I can even see more of like, what happened. And so it's just really buying into those like, oh, this is to give me a chance to spend time and practice like being in a family and mm -hmm. practice all the things that I want. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'll always believe whatever that thought is. Right. Mm -hmm. If the thought was like, I don't know, I can't come up with another one, but I believe what I come up with that makes sense as to why this is on my path to my future self. And that's different than justifying it. Yes, it is. Right. Like it's so. Let's yeah. use an example. So, say let you know you catch yourself at some point in you know oh I'm I'm living here. Why don't I have my own place? Like I was living in the Four Seasons and now I'm living with in a family. And so instead of saying oh maybe I needed this experience to learn what I want, or maybe I needed some time to figure out where I want my house to be, mm -hmm. it's it's taking the other side of that. It's saying like this is a part of my future self, like. This is a part of me getting there. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes asking that question can be helpful. Like how is this like, like, but going into certainty, like I know this is taking me forward towards mm -hmm. my future self. Mm -hmm. How is it taking me forward? Mm -hmm. Right. Versus like, is this something I have to learn along the way? Is this mm -hmm. something that I have to do? Like, you know, did I have to know this so that I know for sure I want that? Like, not all those questions, mm -hmm. like just the, like this blanket understanding that all of this is right in this moment because it's taking me to what I've already set up as my future self. And then just being open to like whatever comes up and believing that wholeheartedly for whatever <laughs> moment it's true, right? Yeah. For whatever moment, as long as A, it feels good and B, like it's still moving you forward. Yeah. I just think that's such an important concept to highlight is whatever you do believe, whatever belief is soothing you in that moment. And I just love that word too, because to me, relief is, and goes so much along with soothing. It's just like, ah, um, you can trust that. And the same thing, <laughs> trust it without attachment because it's going to lead you to that next place, to the yeah. next inspiration or to the next idea or to the next action, whatever it is. But you don't have to figure out the why it why you are where you are right now um yeah you don't like you don't have to know why it's happening right now just that it's in alignment yes and if you don't wait wait, wait. the reason tricky. you know but wait the reason you know and how you know 
it's in alignment and it's leading you somewhere is by how it feels. If it gives you that soothing, relaxing, good feeling. It's really often how you choose to look at it, right? It's really often how you choose to say like, oh, well, this must be going, if you say this must be going wrong, I have to get myself back on track. I have to fix this. I have to do this. I have to do that. Then it's not, then you're not going to be in alignment. Like the same event, because it's all about your alignment and the way that you're seeing it. Like the same event can take you, I believe, Mm -hmm. closer to your future self or further away from your future self. Or it could keep you where you are. I don't think it could take you further away. Mm -hmm. But it's either moving you forward or it's keeping you where you are. Yeah. And it's not the event that matters. It's your (laughs) perspective and the way you are seeing that event and processing and moving through and growing through that event. Mm -hmm. So exciting. I know. (laughs) I feel like now this is leading into a new topic. (laughs) Hey, what are we going to talk about next week? Of like events of exactly this, how an event can be, event is neutral, conditions are neutral. And you just decide Mm -hmm. what they are, what they mean to you if they move you forward. Yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, have a great week, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.